All right, this time, Gus. What's up? We this was we shot the last episode earlier today. You okay. know I was gonna ask you to count to three. Oh, the three for this thing. Yeah, the thing every time that we do with cans. I think you meant count to three for the other thing that we do. Just counting to three? Yeah, just for like when we say good morning, you know? One, two, three. Morning, Eddie. How you doing? Do you count down every time you say, or count up, I guess? Yeah, because I don't really go to sleep. I just kind of wait till you get up, and then I just kind of wait outside my like your door until I hear you r- rustling. I hear you breathing the whole time. You breathe really, really loud. And I, in the middle of the night, sometimes I wake up and I hear, Eddie... I dropped my blankie. That's not me. The neighbor's got a new dog. He's been creating a ruckus, so. Yeah, that's probably the dog. Yeah. (laughs) Barf, barf. What? Was that your dog noise? Barf, barf. That's him next door. I hear him all (laughs) night long. This is you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, finally, I have something to blame on a dog. <laughs> Welcome to the after. D- oh, my jaw hurt when I did that. Welcome to the after dark episode of the Gus Nettie podcast. You're watching the boys after dark. Late night boys. The boys. This is like one of those old jazz intros, you know? Ooh. Boys, 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 boys. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have replaced Charlie when he left the show. Let's be real. I I couldn't think of what you were doing. I'm not connecting the dots, but I know it, and it's really bothering Ashton me. Kut- Ashton Kutcher, two ah, and a half men. Ah, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Why did they... I, That's I, weird. They did, like, two seasons of it. Like, why, though? <laughs> it's just like... Because, like, money. Can you believe that was, like, <laughs> one of the top shows on TV of, like, Dude, at the time? Big and of Bang Theory still going. That's I, fucking or Actually, rad. they just ended, I think. Uh, yeah. It's both Chuck Lorre, right? Or is it Lorre? Um, I don't know. Can you imagine making two, so, like, heavily successful shows that just, like, aren't that great? That's so weird. What's his ego like? Because um, you got to be... You gotta, I mean, people love the show, so... I bet it's insufferable. <laughs> You got <laughs> you imagine somebody being like, you know who the fuck I am? You ever heard of two and a half men? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Dude, holy shit. He this guy's a fucking powerhouse, Chuck Lorre. Oh, Lore. he is, yeah, for sure. How is it supposed to be pronounced Lor Lori? I think it's Lori. Okay. Yeah, he's um, done a ton of shit. He's like the money sitcom guy. God damn, dude. Um, Grace Under Fire went for five seasons. Sybil, three seasons, Dharma and Greg. Fucking like seven seasons, two and a half men. What? How many seasons? Give me the shit. 2003 to 2015. That's like 12 seasons. Didn't they have in the two and a half men intro a girl do the voice of Jake for the song? Did they? I think so. I, I thought I remember hearing it as a kid and being like, that's not him. I watched Jake grow up and I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he have a bunch of trouble with like publicly smoking weed while he was still on the show too? All I'm going to say is if he didn't, I would be shocked. Yeah, true. But also, do you remember just the state of of like the perception of weed where it's like years ago they took away Michael Phelps's subway sponsorship yeah. because he smoked <laughs> weed. That's so weird. I think we talked about this before cuz it's just remember. like I can't imagine somebody sitting there and being like, "God, I am the number one Michael Phelps fan. He is just the greatest swimmer of all time, one of the greatest athletes ever." He smokes weed. I won't buy Subway anymore because of oh. this. Boing, 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 boing. 
You guys want to see a fucking hilarious internet video? One of my favorite of all time. Search the Michael Phelps Pizza and French Fry Restaurant. <laughs> You've you plugged this on the podcast before. <laughs> it doesn't get enough coverage. <laughs> hey guys, this episode sponsored by the Michael <laughs> Phelps Pizza and French Fry. It oh, says. Shit. Wait, let me actually while while you talk, I need to make sure that this episode isn't sponsored. So. Oh shit! Yeah, if it isn't the Michael Phelps Pizza and French Fry Restaurant, <laughs> we might have an actual sponsor. Um, so so hold tight for that. I didn't know Chuck Lorre also did Mike and Molly and Mom. God damn, dude. Isn't Mom still going? Yeah, isn't that the one with Anna Fadana? Is it Mom? <laughs> What's her name? Um, no, I forgot it because you said Anna <laughs> Fadana. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. <laughs> I like Fadana better. Uh, she's great in the scary movie movies. Yeah, she's so funny. Um, all right, hold on. I'm going to have the answer in a second. When is this airing? July twenty ninth. I don't know. Are we are we not good at doing podcasts? No, we're not. Frick, dude. Frick. Okay, good. For a second, because our last one aired and it was the the other ad. Uh, I looked at the date and for a second I thought I fucked it up and we did it two weeks early. But we did fine. <laughs> we're um, Gucci. We're Gucci man. Oh no, yeah, we're fine. We don't have anything for a while. Boom. We're, so that's nice. We're in the dead zone right now. We're in the no pay Tony zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, we joke too, like how kind of shitty we are with the podcast. Tony's been paid every single oh, week. Yeah, I know. It's just fun. Um, <laughs> but like we didn't. Uh, I, we still haven't gotten paid out from like all of our ads and shit on the like the Google ads and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll the get them. <laughs> we'll fucking get them. Um, yeah, that's our fault for the most part. But it's there. Don't worry. We're not like. Can you imagine if we were just like, yeah, we forgot to monetize the podcast. Yeah, we've been putting ads on them. We've been giving them away. Yeah. <laughs> First, we tried burning it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing we were talking about that we just we just started talking about when we said it, we'd save it for the podcast is I started just getting recommended videos on the late night wars again. Um, very long story short, if you don't know anything with the late night wars, it was, I would say right when we were the age where you would start watching the tonight show yep, um, or any late night shows, uh, which is not an age anymore. Cause it's like, why the fuck would you watch that? Yeah. We got at the very tail end of it. Um, but Jay Leno had the tonight show and then, uh, NBC, according to him, told him like, "Hey, in five years, you're gonna. We don't want to lose Conan. You're gonna give it to Conan." And he was like, "That's fine. I'll, I can do that. I don't want you guys to lose lose Conan. I'll pass the torch because I don't own the Tonight Show because I'm like the fourth person to host it." Yeah. Um. And then he left. Conan came on. Then he was given. Jay didn't want to leave NBC, so he was given a, a primetime show that led into Conan's show, The Tonight Show. And then ended up wanting to get pushed into the time of The Tonight Show. And he wanted to push Conan to 12.05, which was the next day. And is like the late night hour, pretty mm-hmm. much. And then Conan left. And then Jay got The Tonight Show back. So that's long story short. And I was just telling Gus, isn't it crazy that like, if Jay had just given up The Tonight Show, an entire generation of young people wouldn't hate him forever. Mm-hmm. Like he could have just had a decent legacy of like, oh, he was kind of funny. And then he... He ended, he had a good run. He was number one for like 12 years, and then he passed the torch to Conan, and good for Jay Leno. He's got a bunch of cars and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but now everybody fucking hates him, rightfully so. I really love, um, It's it just makes me feel fucking terrible for Conan. And again, I think he's done very well in his own right. And if anything, you know, arguably maybe he's got an even stronger core fan base as I, a result. I think so, and I think he's done better because even though Conan doesn't like the show Conan, doesn't have as many viewers he was the first one to bridge the gap of being like oh i'm on youtube and i'm doing really well on youtube now yeah 
Yeah. Dude, so, his shit's killing on YouTube. Yeah, and of comedians, Conan's the favorite still. Mm-hmm. So it's like doing that like kind of weathered him a little bit where people loved him more. Yeah. I really loved seeing all of Letterman's input on that oh, whole thing. Oh, great, I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen that thing where it's like Letterman weighs in or whatever, and he's got that really dry kind of sarcastic tone about everything. Mm-hmm. Where Because uh, <laughs> Jay came out at the time too, and he was like, don't blame Conan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and like Dave Letterman pauses like, nobody was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I also I don't even remember this clip. I saw it in in the supercut that I was looking at. Is that um, after Jay got the Tonight Show back, uh, Kimmel was yeah. like, yeah, Kimmel <laughs> was video chatting in for some reason, and Leno asked him, "What's the?" I'm telling everybody else other than you because you know, yeah. What's the like best prank you've ever pulled on somebody? And Kimmel goes, "Huh, the best prank I've ever pulled on somebody. One time, I told this guy that in five years he'd get my show, and then I gave him the show, and then I took it back from him. It was hilarious. <laughs> and Jay, you can tell, can't take a joke, so he's like, ha, all right, uh-huh. all right, all right. Yeah, God damn, I love it. Yeah, because Kimmel goes in like four times on him for that yeah. whole thing. Like, yeah. that's the thing is, I'm not even, I'm not the biggest Kimmel fan at all, no, too. And and like, you know, I'm sure he's fine. You know, he's not super. Some hilarious. people. Hate Hate him way more than I think you and I do, but yeah. I don't love him either. No, but but I that took some guts though. That was fucking funny. Yeah. You know. Also, um, there's I think I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but I definitely mentioned it to you recently that time uh, Louis C.K. was on yeah. uh, Leno, <laughs> and yeah, it's just them throwing like Jay's or Louis joking about how weird Jay looks, and Jay clearly can't take a joke, and he's like, at least I have hair, and it's like you can pretty much like he's laughing, but you can see the like that meme of the mask with the teeth behind it uh-huh. and then i remember louis hits him with like he said like no jay you look so weird that if you murdered somebody and then they asked like a sketch artist to draw you he'd be like come on man what does he really look like <laughs> 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 fuck jay leno dude uh, oh, man. and he's not did you see that stuff on john oliver before the monica Lewinsky stuff too uh, I watched the first part. I just couldn't stick around for the whole interview. I watched the beginning of it and then the first five minutes of the Lewinsky part. The clips didn't age well at all. Uh-huh. When the Lewinsky stuff was coming out, Leno went in hard with just like every joke about like how much of a slut she was. Yeah, yuck. Yeah, it does not age well. Like literally jokes about like like shit about like her panties and stuff. And it's, it's fucking disgusting when you look at it. And it's not even like a good joke even where you could be like he was just fucking around it's like the goal was to be like this woman is a slut and it's like fuck you leno yeah jesus christ he's a hack i'll say it you ever listen to because it seems like uh his peers have been saying for so many years too that's just like i mean letterman being you know the biggest vocal guy for it saying like yeah this is pretty typical jay with a lot of this yeah. shit so that's the weird thing is um i would say because you know most comedians um, that are like our heroes now say that Letterman was theirs. Yes. Um, and Jay was part of the reason for that in his battle with mm-hmm. Letterman. And now all comedians our age say we love Conan for the same reason. So if anything, Leno's a good thing where he like picks the good one and is like, hey, hate me and love yeah. them. <laughs> I love Conan, dude. Oh, man, I really love uh, – did you see Letterman's last show? Um, where he had all his guests on and stuff. Did you see Norm's slot on Letterman's last? No, I don't think show? so. 
it just beautiful. You guys check out uh, Norm Macdonald's appearance on the last uh, Late Night with David Letterman, and it's how uh, it's Norm talking about how Letterman gave him his first like TV slot, and he did this bit. I have never seen Norm get emotional at all, mm. and he goes and he he does this little intro thing, and he does a little bit of uh, you know a little stand up and stuff, and then at the end. He he tells his favorite Letterman joke. He said, this is one of my favorites. He tells it. I won't retell it. Um, but in his own norm, you know, grandiose words that he's using, too, he just goes like, uh, you know, Dave is somebody that doesn't like praise. In fact, he turns his nose up at it. Um, but I have to say to you, Dave, truly, from the bottom of my heart, this is not inflated. I love you. I love you, Dave. And it's just like, and that's, Norm uh, gets choked up. And I'm like, yeah, Damn. and that's not norm at all no um also did you see norm's first um first like slot thing for when conan came back to tbs like for the first time uh-uh. he i just saw this for the first time i didn't know so on uh conan's first night at tbs at like in the midst of you know all the nba nbc happening like i mean it was like six months later after he toured and everything uh norm comes out and he's got this gift basket and he's like, what a nice surprise. You bought a gift basket and everything. And he's like, well, actually, I'm not going to do Norm's voice. Yeah. He's like, I bought this um, back in June and I kind of forgot to give it to you. So um, here's like, and Conan's like, oh, there's a card that says congrats. He's like, yeah, can I read it for you? And he's like, sure. He's like, Conan, congratulations on securing your spot as the permanent host of the Tonight Show. <laughs> and Conan starts laughing. He goes, uh, that is something that they can never take away from you. <laughs> God, I love that. Yeah, so if you're if you're a little bit younger than us and you missed out on that stuff, that's why Conan's great and also fuck Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. Dude, I heard Leno bullied uh, Johnny Carson out of the Tonight Show slot. Yeah, too, I heard he just he's just like a fucking asshole his entire career. Just fuck him. If you want a really interesting interview though, and you want to set aside some Jay shit to hear some good like um, insight on the early comedy scene, honestly, Joe Rogan talking to Jay Leno in 2015 is super fucking interesting. Really, I didn't even know that was a thing. Jay used to go and uh, he used to go into these clubs at the end of uh, the night and stuff and that didn't even typically do comedy stuff. And he'd walk in with, I think it was like a $50 bill or something. And he'd go to the owner and he'd say like, hey, listen, uh, I know you don't do stand-up stuff. Um, I don't expect to get paid. Here's 50 bucks. Like if you let me go on and do like, you know, 20 minutes or so. Um, if it does well, you give me the 50 bucks back at the end of the night. If not, you can keep it. Okay. Yeah. So like Jay hustled his ass off to get to where he's at. And he used to do touring stuff with two stripper women in their forties and stuff. So he'd do a show and the women would like, uh, they would literally strip and do like sexy stuff in a bathtub as he was doing stand up when he was weird. starting off. What? Super weird. And so not Jay Leno's like brand that we know no. him for. Very odd. That's but, bizarre. Yeah, check it out. It's some good shit though. Um, there was one other thing we were talking about that we said we might save for the podcast, I think, but I can't remember it, so it was pointless. It was pointless. There's nothing at all. Oh, did you see the new, the movie news? What's that? That Jack tweeted? Oh, uh, no. Um, Endgame, according to Jack, okay. has officially passed Avatar as the number one, gro- or uh, highest grossing movie of all time. Has it really? Um, off, er, uh, Box Office Mojo and Wikipedia did not update yet, but there are articles written. Yep, I'm seeing it. NBC News 14 minutes ago. Adventurous Endgame passes Avatar to become the biggest movie in history. Somebody said, though, uh, I think it was on Reddit, where they're like, do you think before Avatar 2 they're going to do a re-release of Avatar 1 just to kick back past it? Yeah. I mean, why might. not? Yeah, <laughs> why not? But then, you know, then Avengers can just do it again. They can release it in front of any one of their movies that they're going to release for yeah. forever. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Okay, 
Again, I'm Big Poppy calling my shot here. I'll talk about Endgame in a second here, but I, you know, already I want to do that sketch about the the traditional like news outlets with their fucking ad block pop up shit. Yeah, I can't even get into NBC News. I go in there and it's just like you know journalists uh, survive and make their living off of this stuff, which is fine. But come on, fuck it. I can't even access the website. Oh, is it because you have ad block on? Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. it's showing me a step by step. First, you click this, then mm. you, it's like dumbass. I know how to use ad block. That's I, why I got it. Yeah, I don't mind the warnings where it's like, hey guys, like for real, if you could just take it off this one. But when they don't allow you to look at the article, nobody is turning ad block off because of that. Yeah. Okay. I got. I went back. I got in the second time. I went back in. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, yeah, it's, it, it passes it up. You know what? I'm excited about that. Yep. It's just one where it's like, again, Avatar was cool to be on number one, but this one was like, obviously this should be mm-hmm. for, for representation for like culture in general right now. Yeah. No, but again, true. it doesn't matter. It's just corporations making a ton of money, but it is. I saw people on r slash movies being like, fuck these fanboys for caring about this dumb number. It's like, it kind of matters. I mean, if you care about movies in general, it kind of matters. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of Reddit is like that, too. But, like, the cynicism of just, like, you know, you're just making the studio heads richer and richer. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know. But there is, it's still cool for all of us, I'm not part of us, to, like, be like, we did it. Yeah, and also, uh, they're like, it's Disney versus Disney. And then someone was like, yeah, you realize, like, not everybody who worked on the Marvel movies are just Disney. It's like yeah. those those are separate group of people that they are like, according to everyone in it, say are like a family with like the makeup artists and like the the um, different like lighting people and everything. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's a group of people that's worked together for like ten to like twelve years. Yeah, it, that's that's fucking awesome. I'm I'm really happy about that. I I literally I was told Eddie too off the podcast too. I I. You guys know I'm not a big Marvel guy. I'll catch up. Um, they're not traditionally for me, but it just makes sense in every way for this to be the number one. I was only holding out kind of for Avatar to stay number one as part of the shit post, but Avatar does not deserve the, yeah, the number just, one slot. Yeah. Not at all. You got to catch up, man. I'll catch up. Do it on tour. Watch like a movies at night to unwind. I'll just do movie. I'll just watch that on stage. I'll just scream. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to watch Iron Man 2 tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be called Gus's Will You Please Catch Up With Me Tour. <laughs> you are, Wait, so where are you at? You're right before Civil War, right? I, have, I saw Civil War in theaters on a shitty date in high school or, or college, but I didn't really. It would have to be college. It absorbed me. It probably was college then. Yeah. Um, okay, you didn't absorb... Wait, Civil War you watched on a date? Or, er, I'm a dumbass. Winter Soldier. I yeah, saw yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, yeah, but definitely rewatch Winter Soldier. It's a good movie. Okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's... I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Winter Soldier was high school probably then. For yeah, you. that was probably high school. That was a bad date. That's probably why I didn't like it. I, um, <laughs> my first date um, ever was during Iron Man 2, and I... Had I was in eighth grade and I had my arm around her the entire time and the sheer pain that was shooting through my shoulder, I had to rewatch it on DVD at my house because I was like, I need to rewatch this movie because all I could think about was how much my arm hurt the entire time. Yeah, it was just the angle of it was awful, and I had no muscle mass at all because I was a little weak, a little bitch boy. Dude, I miss that shit. I, I wish that I could mind wipe my brain and go back to the thrill and excitement of those early first dates and being like in 10 minutes i'm gonna touch her hand you know yeah i hear you i i hated everything about being that age so i wouldn't wipe my brain and go back but um i was just so insecure at the time wait how about this i because i currently you date an eighth grader is what you're saying that's the back table (laughs) (laughs) back burner 
I'll go. We'll both go back, and I I'll take you on a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll show you how much fun a real man. Can <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I, he'll touch my hand <laughs> in ten t minus ten minutes. Um, yeah, I remember my first date was at. It, this sounds like the most like country music video thing ever it was at the good old county fair okay uh we had this shitty little fair that comes through our town every year and uh i i had got some extra tickets i was probably in like seventh grade and i went and i asked my mom if i could take uh this girl on the g whiz which was just a mach- it was like this this ride that literally if you're an audio listener fuck you but i'm moving my hands in the motion of like a clock i'm just going in circles so everyone's sitting in a line oh and then that the one. thing goes Voom. the one the kid died on I assume so. It was very violent. Yeah, the one where your your feet are hanging, kind of like the Superman rides, right? And yep. it's just like on a yeah, a kid died on that. You just go around and around. And uh, I was so nervous that like I you know, I went up to her because I saw her. She was there with her family. I was like, Hey, do you want to ride the G Wiz with me? Oh, okay. And we got on there, and I hadn't really talked to this girl ever. So as we're getting like lunged around, I remember trying to like ask her questions. You know, like, <laughs> Hey, what you your summer plans? <laughs> like, I just tried having a conversation with her. But it, uh, it gets real, real like violent with the ride. You just go, hey, gee whiz, am I right? Yeah. She throws up right after. That's why they call it that, I guess. Dude, I remember the thing is the weight of of that age. You feel everything feels so fucking serious when it happens. I remember being heartbroken because this girl I was dating, and it wasn't like just a simple thing because it wasn't like an, another dude for it, but it was a friend of hers that was also a friend of mine who was a guy. And um, we were already, like, dating. And I was like, we could go to Burger King after school. There's one right next to the school. And uh, she was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, okay, this is, like, the first traditional date that I've ever been on. So I'm, I went and I, like, got, like, some allowance money. I didn't really have an allowance, but it was, like, every once in a while my dad would be like, I haven't given you uh, a $3 for um, – taking out the trash in for five months. So mm-hmm. here you go. And so that totaled up to like $10 mm-hmm. and I brought it to school. And then that friend too was like, yeah, we're going to Burger King later. Right. And she made it a group hangout. Oh, and yeah. I was just heartbroken. <laughs> I remember just being like, like my fucking heart sank and I ended up not going to it. Cause I was just like, so kind of pissed off from it. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up doing the Iron Man thing. Uh, that sounds like some code, yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> that was like the next week with the same group. God damn. Yeah. I remember that stuff too. I remember like one of the most exciting early things for me ever was I was in middle school. This was a different girl. Um, and there was this girl that I had kind of had a crush on and we were doing this like sleepover thing at, at the church where we were supposed to like simulate what it was like to be homeless for a night, you know? So we, what, wait, 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 okay, yeah, a lot of context here, <laughs> like you do. Um, it was called like, I think it was called Shantytown. What? And it was like to give you perspectives. So you're like, now you know what it's like. Of course we were in like fucking down jackets and like, yeah. And you got to sleep in the church. So you had a home for the Yeah. Night. Well, we went outside for part of it. So, pretty badass um but i remember i I played the long game that night boys like the player i am and i built we were given cardboard and stuff and you were challenged to try to build like a shelter so that's fun that that, sounds fun that was fucking fun that was my favorite homeless like simulation (laughs) um so I, I purposely built my shelter just fucking terribly so that when night came around i was like and it was late i was like oh no it fell down like hey 
can I come sleep by yours? <laughs> and because there was like a no co-ed kind of thing. And the, yeah, youth, yeah. the youth leader was like, yeah, you can go sleep over by her tent. You know, she okay. <laughs> literally allowed me to just put the top half of me in the tent. <laughs> or it wasn't even a tent. It was like a cardboard shit. And I just remember like really slowly being like, I'm going to, I'm going to hold her hand. And it was just like that long, moved. you moved a millimeter an hour. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, it's creeping. And I, and I like, and I held her hand and she like squeezed me back. And it was like hours of just like rubbing. Like, you know, that episode of the office where Michael and Holly are being way too much PDA yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have that thing where they're kind of just like rubbing their hands yeah. like, <laughs> just like that for hours. And I just remember the whole night being like, this is the sexual peak of my entire life. <laughs> it goes nowhere but down from Boom, here. Boom, baby. That's like <laughs> later you like walk into the room with Sabrina and you're like, my cardboard fort fell down. Yeah. <laughs> Could I sleep in the bed tonight? <laughs> She's like, you can't do that every night. I'm <laughs> catching wind of it. Finish your cardboard fort. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you want to do some mail? Boom. My fucking jaw lately, dude. What's going on with it? It's like a thing where it's like it it just hurts sometimes if I if I yell something like male. Well, that stinks. Yeah. Here's a here's a package from Eric. Eric from Vegas, baby. I know you didn't mean it, but the way you said Eric just felt like fucking Eric says <laughs> a package every week. What's that? This is um, a piece of paper. It says, please read on the podcast or don't, I don't control you. There you go. Hey, this package is for Gus. Ooh. Oh. So I, uh, he said, so Eddie, I guess you can just eat shit and die. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> he Eric. said, Gus, this is an authentic. Oh, wait, I don't want to ruin it. Whoa. It's an authentic Zippo from my great grandfather's time in Vietnam. Are you? Is this a lie? Eric, is this real? It's on. Wait. He might say one. So um, it's crazy that you can't fucking spell. So maybe eat shit and die, dude. Um, <laughs> oh he my meant to God. Say, so it's one of the things he left in his will after he passed last year. Now I'm giving it to you to help jumpstart your collection. Uh, he lied. It's at the bottom. Not just kidding. I bought this online for $3, <laughs> but it's still cool. That's funny. That's also, a good meme. Also, the pin is broken, so it sounds like a grenade when it's opened. But it's not, I swear. <laughs> fucking, that was this is such wrong. a piece of shit fucking package. <laughs> you gave us a broken $3 Zippo lighter and told me to eat shit. That was a good meme, though. Listen to the grenade. Okay, Dude, that does, does sound, sound cool. Like wow, check this out. I can do this because it's our podcast. What's that? He said his name is um, Stupid Fuckass. Wow. Weird, weird name, dude. Weird. Weird name. I guess eat shit and die. Let me tell you, this does smell like Vietnam, though. <laughs> it's just pure, like, acrid, smoky metal. All right. Thanks, Eric. What else we got here? This feels like a couple of cans of beans, let me tell you. Uh, this is from The Deal Guys. <laughs> what? What? We had, that reminds me, we used to have this company called The Gold Guys that just, you'd sell them gold, and they'd say, hey, where the gold guys? Okay. What Are the these, fuck is this? Is this receipt paper? Hi, Gus and Eddie. Use these to cover people's addresses from Duncan. What is oh, it? Oh, it's it's like sticky paper. Oh, thanks. That's actually, all right, thank all you. All right, thanks. Great stuff. We can open more then if this is. All right, I got another one let's here. Do one, let's do one more. All right, one more. This is from uh, Justin and Clara. I cut it off table because of the, the, the bassy sound. Bass. I don't think that that's what I meant. 
But that's okay. Yo, shouts out to Charles Martinet, the voice of uh, Mario. He I'm, seems like a happy man. For a second, I really thought you were going to say, yo, shout out to Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah. Is he still alive? Uh, no, he didn't he recently die in prison? Kind of kind of rude of you to just <laughs> besmirch his name like that. <laughs> Let me look it up, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. Dude. Oh! What? Is it a creepy one? There's a big boy alert right here. What is it good one? Yo! Yo! Dude, it's the knockoff one we it's were talking the, about. The Rowley one. It's Diary of a Very Awesome Guy or whatever. Oh, it's really dusty. That's fun. <laughs> Great. What's this? Tony's... <laughs> what the fuck is this? The Tony's ch- Chocolate Only. <laughs> Did they send it because of Tony? <laughs> yeah. Tony's, is there a note in there? It says, Tony's on the phone. Get ready for a classic bit. <laughs> <laughs> so he renamed the chocolate that? Yeah. Oh, my God. This does not feel like you can eat it. Is that real food? I don't know. We got smokehouse almonds, if not. (laughs) It's... Oh, I don't like this. What is it? It says on the bottom... And this is part of the packaging. It's not what they wrote. Uh Uh-huh. Psst. Check the inside of the wrapper. Isn't that what any packaging would do? Yeah. I don't... This (laughs) makes me nervous. (laughs) I don't want to open this, dude. What's inside of it? Oh, it's It says almond sea salt... Chocolate, dark chocolate almond sea salt. Why did, okay. Here's my problem though. Yeah. This feels really solid. Okay. So um, here's me hitting the solid part of it. But then here's the other end. Oh. I really don't want to open this. It's crunchy, crunchy, crunchy. Do it with your knife. Do it with my knife. (laughs) Do it far away. All right. Here, this is for you. I don't remember who sent this. Is this, oh, this is from the deal guys. (laughs) Uh. We got a golden ticket. Okay. Well, it's just... the fuck is in here? Tony's chocolate only. It just seems to be... Is it just smashed? Is that it? No, it's like... What the fuck is this? Did they already open it? It seems like it's factory sealed. Well, yeah, it was. Because look at this right here. I'm smelling chocolate. What the fuck is this? That's why I got nervous, too. I'm going in here. Ah! Oh, oh, I bet it melted and went to one side. Okay, okay. Oh. that's awful. That's real awful. Show, show the happy people at home. Oh, it's falling up. I hope you get trypophobia from this. That looks weird, man. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Great. Tony's on the phone. Tony, we'll be sure to mail that to you, so <laughs> buckle up, Buster. All right, was that it that for... That was it for mail! My, All right. My jaw didn't hurt that time. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, I'll be a middle, I'll be a middle school tough kid making a joke. <laughs> Does your jaw hurt from sucking so much dick? <laughs> no. What the fuck? Why would you say that to me? <clears throat> was because if you suck so much, uh, it dude, would I don't hurt your dick. Or your <laughs> m- <laughs> well, not my dick. <laughs> so somebody else's dick for sure. We also got a diary of a wimpy kid's summer reading adventure thing. So is it just super short? No, it's just you know you can kind of just track your summer's reading log kind of situation. So. Okay, man, isn't it nice to not have to go to school anymore? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. If you're in school, um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. Dude, I just, I don't know, man. We've talked about it a bunch. I just, school was not for me. Mm-mm. And the thing is, I didn't even like super struggle, but college was like every day I was like, don't skip class, don't skip class, don't mm-hmm. skip class. It was so fun to skip class though, dude. Dude, it was. That's the thing is like, it's so easy just to not go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody's driving to their community college class right now that they were thinking about skipping and like think about you could just go to Jimmy John's right now instead. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> I'm giving you the pass. <laughs> you get skip one. class. Here, take this into your teacher. You can play her or him the soundbite, okay? 
I state your name now for the teacher. Good. Have been given permission by Gus, Gus and, and Eddie. Eddie to skip class today. And if you try to give me any business, then you are about to catch these fists. Four fists. This one's called Gus. Gus. This one's called Eddie. Eddie. And then yours are called Eddie. Eddie. And that one's called Gus. Damien. Gus. That one's called Damien. And this one's called Damien. <laughs> so unless you want two Gus's and Eddie and Damien to beat the shit out of you, they skip class they skip and that's class fine. And that's fine. No homework, no, homework, no, catching, no up. catching up. And that's, and that's the, the end, end of the end note. Of the note. So thank you. Thank you. That's pretty good. Yeah, I hope it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, if you're in high school, you can't skip class. Not at all. It's I did it sometimes, and it would screw me over because <laughs> skipping in high school is like skipping class in college if you had triple the credit hours. Yes. It's too many classes to miss. And the teacher will know you are gone. Yeah. How was there not even that much time wasted in high school? I don't know. Because college, you have way less class and way more wasted time. Yeah, it felt so weird going to college. Nothing, no feeling will rival that feeling of when you've been fretting like all previous night or morning of to be like, I got to go to this class. I got to wake up. But the moment that you finally convince your own lazy, dumbass brain, I'm not going to go. And you realize, I'm not going. Yep. Boom. Dude, incredible! I I think I think I mentioned it before. I would be the one in the room Tony and I shared. I was next to the alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have, we didn't have the bunk beds we used to have that Damn. I mentioned with Sven. Um, but uh, I would be the one to wake up with the alarm clock. So I got to kind of decide for both of us because we took the same classes. Mm-hmm. So I would genuinely wake Tony up, and I go, Tony, and he go, Yeah, and I just go. No class today, baby. <laughs> he, he literally just like tired, like put his fist in the air and then we go back to sleep. It was fucking great. Uh, I literally, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. There was a time where uh, where my friend Zach, Tony, and I went to a class outside in the hall, said hi to the professor. He went inside and then we left and got Sparrow instead. Oh, God damn. It was just like, and I remember the next day him kind of being like, like giving us a look, like where were you yesterday? But it's like I was eating some stromboli. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, oh, man, teacher bitch. Oh, fuck you, teacher bitch. That genuinely though, that guy was very nice. But it was an astronomy class, mm-hmm. and it was very like physics based too, because he was a uh, like he I think was some kind of like physics lab guy. Yeah. Um, but the way he spoke just was the most put you to sleep voice I've ever heard. So I, I remember that class. I've never been so bored in any aspect of my life than when I'd be in that class and I would just picture like, I don't even skateboard. I would picture riding on a skateboard just out away from the building. And I just sit there and think like, Oh, I just want to play video games or get some food or do anything but be here. It was just so boring. I don't even blame you. I, I think I've said before too. One of my biggest college academic regrets was that the one class that I took where I had the full opportunity to fully learn like Photoshop, InDesign, and Illustrator was this three-hour-long class, and it was taught by this guy, and genuinely, very nice man. I don't even want to like rag on him. not going to say his name, but for three full hours, all he would do would would be put the thing on the projector, put his screen on there, and he would do tutorials. He'd show you how to learn each skill. And if which, you know Photoshop, 
Well, you're wasting your time. But it was useful technically because he did give me and everyone else the opportunity to see and learn all the skills, but it was nonstop three hours he talked just like this. So um, we're going to now going to take your brush tool and <laughs> move it on here. And I was just dude. like, dude, I get it. How the fuck do I pay attention to this? Can you imagine if you were just like, all right, we're going to play some music a little bit like quietly during and then just say like, all right, so you're going to take the brush tool and like what I like to do is make like maybe like a meme image here and just kind of mm-hmm. like fuck around and have fun. But no. Damn um, it. I, that, that pissed me off. So if you watch any of my videos from like 2015, maybe some into 2016, everything that seems like it was shot on a college campus or in a college hallway, every day during that class, I almost failed that class, I would leave like 40 minutes in and I would just not come back for like an hour and a half and I would go out and I would wander around campus and that's when I was trying to post every day or at Mm. least every other day I would wander around and I'd be like all right baby there's a video hidden in plain sight what's a little shitty meme I can film around here yeah every fucking day I would do that that's great and he's just that (laughs) I felt really bad too because I had to lie to him because he started he came up to me and he was like uh hey I um I happen to notice that you taking a lot of time out of class here just what's going on and just figured i'd touch base and i was like this is so (laughs) shitty i was just like hey i just learned that uh you know i i might have ibs you know oh that's my lie brain went like say something about having trouble in the bathroom (laughs) so yeah so ibs is irritable bowel syndrome so i was like uh and i pretend to be really shy i was like i just i still kind of sorry but i'm still kind of figuring out what i can and can't eat so i'm and he goes i I fully understand. Just try to be here as much as you can. Boom. There you go. That's the here's the problem is college especially. If you want to make it and also be somebody who doesn't like school, you have to lie more than you ever have to your professors. Mm-hmm. And it's not even for your own gain most of the time. It's to not hurt their feelings. Cuz you can't directly tell a professor like you're boring and I don't have to be here. Uh-huh. There's no reason for it. Yeah. Um especially I I think I told you before um my film class for my first semester of college was on a Friday, and it was three hours long. Mm-mm. And so the temptation of leaving or skipping was so high, especially because Zach and Tony didn't have class on Friday. Uh-huh. So like, because we didn't do our schedules together the first semester, and then we were like, why are we? Because it was like supposed to be after high school. Like we can be kind of independent, and then we we're like, we just fucked ourselves over. We have one car. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I think it was like. One of the last classes, and I had already walked out of a bunch of movies because he was full, like, documentaries are king. We're mostly going to watch documentaries here. Oh, boy. Nothing about watching big popular movies. And it was like one day, I had already watched half of Cloud Atlas, like, a couple of weeks before. My favorite documentary, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Cloud Atlas. I haven't seen it. It's not for me, or at least at the time it wasn't. My brain is different now. Maybe I'd enjoy it differently. Mm -hmm. It's really, really long. And it's a string of things that don't really make sense until you watch the whole thing. So it was like he usually had some kind of questionnaire thing in the beginning. He's like, today we're going to watch one of my favorite movies of all time, Cloud Atlas. And right away I was like, no, I just can't watch this. (laughs) So I stayed for a little bit and I was just losing my mind with boredom because I had already seen this part and not liked it. And like, there's some phrase in, in Cloud Atlas that I fucking hate, and it's like one, it's two, multiple characters say like, "That's the true true," 
and it's like supposed uh, to be a different language. So like that, I skipped and went to hunt, hang out with Zach and Tony, and the true true became like a meme with all of us. Yeah. We're just like, I'm skipping class, and that's the true true boys. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just fully. I told you I stopped bringing a backpack to that class because I would walk out like I was going to the bathroom and then just not come back. That's what you got to do. I would always like if if I got a whiff of like. Could be some bullshit today. I can sneak yep. out of. Just leave the backpack in like an empty classroom down the hall. Never bring a backpack to a college class. There's no, no reason to. And especially even if you want some extra insurance about how to get out of that room without seeming suspicious at all. Because either way, the professor's going to look at you. Yeah. If you just <coughs> cough oh, I never incontrollably. Did the coughing. Yeah. And then almost every time they're going to go like, uh, do you need to go grab some water? They will have you go. Yeah, yeah. And you go, yes, please. <laughs> In that exact voice. Yes, please. You know what? I might have actually, let's see. How you should to... make a meme of, if you were, unless you did that. And that's no, I think I did that. Uh, fuck, you know, I know I shot it. Oh, it was on my second channel that I had for a bit. I made a meme about that. In the class where that professor was droning on and on. So Wait, and you filmed the actual you coughing and them telling you to leave? Yes, I did. So it's a real meme. It's a real meme. I can't find it right now. It's like how to get out of class or how to skip class or some shit. It was on my channel that I had for like three months when my main channel didn't have monetization or some shit. One thing, too, I just got to stress is like, and I think I've said this something like this before, is if you are 17... And there's a lot of people around you telling you what you need to do with your life and like what you should do. A lot of people do have good advice, but most people don't know what the fuck they're talking about because adults don't have it figured out either. Mm -hmm. We don't have it fully figured out with what we're doing. I'm not going to give anybody advice on anything, but everything when you're like about to graduate high school, everybody is so sure of every piece of advice they give you. Mm -hmm. And especially now, I feel like it's it, we got the very tail end of like college you have to do it no matter what. And now it's starting to change a little bit where people are like, well, hold on. We don't want to get into this trap. Yeah. But we got really fucked with the atmosphere we graduated in. We really did. And and again, too, even as you listen to our advice, in, in some ways it's kind of non-advice because we are saying the biggest piece of advice that we can give is you have to be so fucking picky and discerning about who you're listening to and why they are saying what they're saying. Exactly. Because everybody inherently is going to come from a place of familiarity as, yeah. as their base. And they could have either had a great experience, they could have had a bad one. So they're going to talk about what they know and how they could apply their framework to what you might be doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, even us, we would have different advice on YouTube than like a high school counselor. Yeah. Because they'd be like, fuck that, that'll never work for you. Yeah, and, and again, it takes a lot of just different factors for every single decision because both Eddie and I were, were kind of of the nature of being like, that ah, shit will work out. Fucking, I, well, we yeah. can like phone it in for certain parts. It's like it's called being naive. <laughs> yeah, it is called being naive. We got we were naive and we got lucky. We did get very lucky. With also skill involved in, as well and like extreme, extreme need to want to do it. Mm -hmm. But also naive and luck are huge factors. That's the thing. All right, I'm tiptoeing here around trying to not sound like a douchebag at all. I'll die on this hill. You don't have to come with me too. But something that I've said before too is like, I mean, Eddie and I are good at what we do, you know? We're not fucking perfect, but we're pretty funny and we know what people want to watch for the most part. But even the dumbest person thinks that they are not dumb, you know? Like mm. if you are going to really bet on yourself, it's it's 
know that you have a lot of shit to back it up. Whatever you want to do, if you well, want to be an artist, I anything. would even say when I was ready to bet on myself back then, I sorry, um, I was not <laughs> worthy of betting on myself, uh-huh. but I was naive enough. The thing is, especially for dream stuff, what I've found is every person that I've met that is doing what they really want to do. There was no other option in their life than doing that thing, with mm-hmm. a few exceptions. Like I know, um, like William Osmond is so extremely talented. Like, and same with uh, Michael Reeves, with like the shit that they do, mm-hmm. that they like happened along making YouTube videos as well, that are hilarious. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But that they're also doing kind of the path they wanted to do anyway, along with YouTube. But like, for you and me, I was like, I remember being seventeen and telling Tony. I could never do something that's not an entertainment. So how the fuck do I figure this out? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was seriously was like, I don't know what to do, but I want to die if I don't. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have that, then maybe reconsider things. Absolutely. Eddie makes a fucking great point too. I like, do, dude. I, every fuck, day. Man. That's my oh my fault. God. Listen to this guy. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, when I was really trying to go all in on doing YouTube stuff, at least, um, I was very fortunate that I had so many windfalls. I was, it was cheap as shit for me to live. It was a few hundred bucks a month gas, groceries, rent, everything included. Um, But I also, I wasn't fucking ready. Like even a year and a half, two years ago, I don't know if I was ready to make the leap out to hear... To live in LA. To be honest, we weren't ready to make the leap when we made the yeah. leap. <laughs> now I would say we're fully good, but like when we did it, still I look back and it's like I wouldn't give us the advice over a year ago to be like, yeah, you guys should definitely move right now. Absolutely. I'd be like, whoa, you got too much dip on your chips. Yeah. <laughs> you <know that> <laughs> too much dip on your chips. Whoa, oh, there now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're, we're we're talking. I don't know what the thesis is, but. Uh you just do you guy. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> the main thing too is, I don't know, is especially a lot of people that, that were very kind of judgmental about what I should do when I was 17 are now extremely supportive now that they've seen it work out. So the thing is you got to pass up those people usually. Yeah. And the weird thing is it, it's always shitty because you remember that. Like if you have somebody, yeah, they in, don't as much. Yeah, no, they don't fucking know. Like if you have somebody in your life, they might say something that was even like flippant and quick. Maybe you had a teacher that was just like, Oh, you want to do YouTube stuff that don't do that. Yeah. You'll remember that they won't remember 10 minutes from now. And then you do, you work. And then maybe four years from now, it's like, wow, I'm fucking doing it. And you go back and they're like, I'm so happy for you. They didn't remember that they ever fucking discouraged you from doing that. Yeah. They know who they are too. I think I've mentioned it. Two of my best friends put me in a group chat when I was 17, when I wanted to do film, and it wasn't specifically about like film stu- film school because I was already kind of like not sure if I was going to do that. And they told me like you need to do something more secure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck! I literally told them to fuck off. And those are now my two like most supportive friends about the YouTube stuff. Damn! And it's like I want to throw it in your face, dude. Allow me to do this. Uh-huh. But no, they're super supportive. Was I? I hate it's such a meme. Did I already talk about this on the podcast about my uncle that was always like trying to convince me to get out of yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. doing this shit? Yeah, I, I had that moment too, but uh, Eddie hates my uncle, so <laughs> 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 um, should we take a look at some questions? I'm sorry, can you translate for me? I really don't understand English. Oh, are you a native Spanish speaker? See, si. thank gracias para escuchar uh, este programa phone. Totally, dude. <laughs> you got, you get it. <laughs> Let's take some. Preguntas. Okay. Lo siento. That's something I understand as a Spanish speaker. Sí, claro que sí. Um, uh-huh. All right. So follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burback and Gus Buckets if you want to. Follow Eddie, though. He's if, better on Twitter. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just really self-conscious. Uh, <laughs> um, I, where again, if I'm not verified by this week, if I'm verified by this week, send me more Robux yes. uh, codes <laughs> on Twitter. Please, please. I you know that verification <laughs> submission works out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's open clock's ticking, boys. Um, so yeah, ask us your questions. We'll answer them as we see them. At Girl from Texas says, any of y'all playing the new Harry Potter Wizards Unite game? No. No. I My thing is, I love Harry Potter. I love Pokemon Go in its prime. I really didn't like the look of that game of, like, realistic-looking shitty iPhone models of, like, Hagrid and, and werewolves and stuff. I don't know. I just feel like Harry Potter's not the right thing to do for that. What I don't understand, and I've been saying it for years, why doesn't somebody take a while, good development cycle, to make a nice MMORPG in the Harry Potter universe. Well, there's you, the phone one, but not yeah. like a, yeah. That's the thing that sucks. Like, you're totally right. Like, mobile game is just killing so much of, like, traditional game development stuff for something like that. Like, I mean, five, ten years ago, maybe that would have thrived on yeah. PC shit, you know? But I would love a nice, like, PC game where it's you can go to all of the schools, you know, you've got, like, Durmstrang, Bobottens, and Hogwarts and shit. Bibblebore. Bib- What's that? Bibblebore, the school. The one that I started in the Harry Potter universe. What's your school slogan? Um, well, we're, the school is currently moving from um, Nebraska to Orlando. Um, so we kind of left the slogan behind, and we're kind of in search for a new one. The old one was Bibblebore. Um, come on. Is that a question? Come or? to school. Are you still saying the phrase? Or? No, that was pretty much it. It was come on, come to school. Okay. And so we didn't really teach mostly magic. It was usually welding classes because welding is a really good one to go into in the trade industry. So like that, and the training's pretty easy. So. So much of so much of wizards just welding with their wands. <laughs> Do you make them say the words, or they just? <laughs> Anyway, somebody somebody make that game, god damn it. Um the one the welding one or Yeah, just well, <laughs> Bibblebore's welding class. <laughs> Fuck, I got to pee. I'll be right back. Just vampire Oh water. shit. God damn it. All right, I'm going to go to the Preguntas actually. And I'll see the new ones rolling in. I'm stalling because I'm going to the questions. Ah, hopefully my new video's out by now. <laughs> if it's not, holy fuck. Um All right, so did you see the cats 2019 trailer we talked about that last time i shouldn't have read it out loud let me go for latest it's just me guys what are your taco bell orders um i don't know gus's my all-time favorite that i haven't gotten often recently is um a uh crunchwrap supreme with no lettuce or tomato not that i don't like lettuce or tomato but on my crunchwrap i like it to be like the meat and cheese and sour cream um i also get uh, uh, why am I forgetting it? Cheesy Gordita Crunch. That's what I get a lot. Um, okay, let's see. What Pokemon types would y'all be? Um, fuck, I made a joke about Pokemon types to Jake, and I can't remember what it was. Um, what objects would you guys be from Minecraft Table? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have real preguntas? I got some banging preguntas here. Um, let me see. Um, oh, we can we can choose whether or not on this one. Um, at four JMK twenty two says, "Have you seen Julian Smith's new stuff on YouTube? If so, do you think he's going in the right direction on a different platform? Do you think people will trans 
for over or that this isn't a good idea. I love Julian Smith. Mm -hmm. I think even just for inspiration of wanting to get into YouTube, we both owe a lot to Julian Smith. I don't think another platform that nobody's going to be on is a good move at all. Yeah. No, I'm there with you. I was just going to say he was one of my genuinely, probably the personal hero for me when I was a kid on YouTube. Dude, yeah, same here. I, that's what um, uh, Zach and I would always talk about is mm-hmm. that like, we just want to do what Julian Smith does. Absolutely. I would love to have him on the podcast. Julian, if you're listening, come by and talk. Um, but it's so it, it's so hard even to transfer people over to like a legitimate big service. I mean, even like YouTube to Twitch can be fucking hard for some people sometimes. Yeah, no, it just doesn't work out for a lot of people. Let alone like Rockfin, which is like a note back. I know nothing about the service. I think it's a subscription. Like you have to pay to use it. Uh, there's n- there's I, no way. I would be surprised if there was like a hundred people that went to go do that. Especially, yeah. I don't know. I think I think right now if you're content isn't profitable on YouTube, then you can still post the content on YouTube and make your profit somewhere else. There's Patreon. There are, um, like, you can do Twitch streams on the side. Not that I'm saying that Julian has to do that, but even merch is, like, just because your stuff AdSense-wise isn't profitable means you shouldn't post it Mm -hmm. because people still want to see it. But I don't know. His stuff costs a lot more, so I don't don't know. I'm uh, Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, It's just, it's really really fucking hard and he's been doing youtube stuff for like a super long time too yeah that's true something could completely change for us down the line and then like we don't know what to do too i mean we've talked before it's it's both exciting but also very scary for other people how like youtube has kind of shifted toward like for sketch comedy stuff yeah those traditional sketch comedy guys like a Julian Smith who make these really really tightly professionally produced like sketches and stuff those aren't being rewarded as much anymore on YouTube. Like yeah. they take forever to make. They're super expensive, and like the algorithm isn't necessarily going to jerk it off as much as it g- is going to be like, you know, Prozd throwing a shitty wig on in his room on yeah. his cell phone. Like that's just the the fact of the matter. And while that is disappointing and discouraging for some of these like older guard YouTubers like a Julian Smith who fucking kills it with those sketches, it's not going to translate anymore. Like you need to adapt to some of the new styles of stuff. Yeah. It's so exciting for for independent creators, though. I feel like now is arguably one of the best time in YouTube or the Internet's inception to really build a platform. Yeah, you can post almost anything. It's like that's like the one thing I would say that like people don't want to watch on YouTube right now. But Mm -hmm. other than that, it's like pretty much everything, man. Dude, you could have a cell phone from 2008 genuinely. And if what you shoot is funny enough. People will watch it. Like Dude, PewDiePie started playing Minecraft again, and it's doing amazing right now. Yeah, like the rules are out the window. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The only thing holding you back is is time and like just the potential and creative ideas in your execution. I feel like. Also, I I don't know. I would like a little bit more. Just selfishly, I would like Julian to be more active in the community. But if he doesn't want that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think if he was, he could appear in other stuff. He could like have guests on and it could be more fun. But I don't know. That's just me saying like, I wish we got to like have a conversation with Julian, but also I feel like he might be a little bit insulted by this conversation. So yeah, no, I, I, I don't intend to insult him. I, that's just my perspective looking yeah. in at the situation. I don't know. I, I would, uh, that's for me. I would, my biggest suggestion for Julian would be to be more active in the community and mm-hmm. just try posting different stuff. 
Just go for it. I'm sure he's super knowledgeable on movies. Why not make a video essay just to try it out? Mm -hmm. It's like he doesn't have to switch it for good, but if he did like video essays and then also his sketches in between, that could work, you know? He's so quick-witted too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, commentary shit, I feel like he would fucking kill at some of that stuff. Or or just low-budgety quick thing. You got a quick idea, turn it around in a day, shoot it on a phone with a buddy, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. You need another cloud, bro? Oh, I can go for another claw. I'll fucking hook you up with a claw, bro. Hell yeah, dude. I gotta um, finish this claw, then. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, because I can hear oh, you. wait, you know answer. what? I think these were the last two claws. Were those the la- I would drink something else. Can I just check before you... Yeah, before okay. I fuck the entire podcast up. Ugh, kind of shook now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll ask you this, as, and you can answer as I go look. At IDK says, have you ever had... I will save this one for after. This is... Both we need input okay. on this one. At Domestic Dream asks, um, what is your all-time favorite arcade game? Oh, man. Um, I used to really, really like um, uh, Galaga as a kid. Um, or what's the one you have, too, that's the sequel? Is it Galaxia? Uh, yes. Those Galaxian. are the two. Oh, so those are the two, though, right? Yep. Um, I used to really love those. Playing it more recently, I didn't as much. Um I don't know, man. I, I haven't played too many. I mean, I've played a lot of arcade games, but I think especially my dumb brain. I grew up, like, the first game I ever played probably was Spyro on the PS1. So my brain was always spoiled with, like, 3D graphics. So I usually tend to stray away from platformers as, like, not not altogether, but for the most part, I, I'm into shit because my brain got hardwired with it. But, yeah, the... The first games I ever played were on the PS1 demo discs. That was one of the first things Jakey and I actually like found common ground on is that like we both had played those. Did you play the PS1 demo discs at all? I didn't have a PS1, but uh, no, I played demo discs on the PC things. They used oh, okay. to sell them in, in cereal boxes. They uh, had. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of them. That's what I loved is like Freddy the Fish or, or Pajama Sam yeah. that would come in. But um, yeah, the PS1 demo discs was, was like you'd get one with the system. And, like, it would come with, like, five game trials on it. So it would be, like, Metal Gear and, like, a skiing game or a snowboarding game and then Spyro. Uh, and then it would come with also, like, here's a trailer for the intro to the Rugrats game. Mm-hmm. Or here's, like, an anime trailer that's, like, super violent and weird. And oh. It was just like this. It wasn't, like, kid-friendly. It was just a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So for maybe... I'd say the first three or four years I played video games, I pretty much just played those, like, five demo games, the first level of them, nonstop. Damn. Because I had a dumb kid brain. That's okay. Were you, were you we making a, your own makeshift there's a, one? Or? There's a single white claw. Do you I'm want the white claw, or do you want your makeshift one? I can just do home home brewed right okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, boys, you can't always have a claw by your side, okay? Sometimes you got to synthesize your own. So I'm doing a little a little bottle of white wine from the train and an Izzy sparkling juice. I want – do you think White Claws – I know it's not a new brand, but new enough of a brand where they would sponsor us? I would love to. Guys, harass White Claw. <laughs> no, don't harass them. But ask politely on Twitter if White Claw wants to sponsor us. I drink claws on the podcast. Again, though – how the fuck is Icy not even fucking... Dude, I'm not even going to get into they're it. They're avoiding it. They're avoiding it. We're not even going to give them airtime. No, I'm not even going to... Buy 7-Eleven slushies. Slurpees. Slurpees. That was Dude, it. Dude, stay I, on brand. Too many, <laughs> there's too many fucking words for it. It's like Slurpees, 7-Eleven, Icy, and then slushies are the general term, right? Yeah, and okay. then you got all those like knockoff brands like Blurpee, Furpy, Fucky, Wucky, Furpy. all that shit. <laughs> Furpy. I got a nice, cool Furpy right now. 
Um, God, sometimes the – I mean, sorry. The claw, claws are always easy to open and very fresh. <laughs> Just take a – hear from our trusted customers. Also, if you're not old enough to drink, close your fucking ears. Don't even listen to this. Don't. I'm Eddie's going to open it, and I'm going to hum over it. <laughs> Uh, boys, 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 boys. Um, my favorite arcade game of all time, I think just longevity-wise. I mean, I like all this shit like, uh, wow, I can't even remember the name of it. The shooting. There's all the sequels. Zombies. Dead House. House of the Dead. Oh, House of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking traditional ones. Oh, oh you know what rules is the um, Aliens arcade game. Really? That, um, you remember the, re- again, I say resort. It was just a bunch of shitty um cabins that was like it was just a busted down place that i would go to uh every year with my family it was literally running since the 60s and then they sold it in Uh in wisconsin um and uh the in the uh campus area there was uh, i think i mentioned this before so i'm gonna be just be quick there were two arcade games there was a broken uh donkey kong jr i believe Mm. the joystick was just completely broken so you could turn it on and you could pay for it but you couldn't play (laughs) fuck them and then there was a a very, very in good condition Aliens arcade game. And it's fucking awesome. It's like the full, like, walking around with two guys with, like, big guns, and then you get, like, a power-up, and your gun shoots different, and they're coming and attacking you. I fucking loved it, dude. Damn. It was so, so good. That sounds awesome. I played it on an emulator recently, but it doesn't... Emulators don't do it right. Mm -mm. You gotta stand, and you gotta get pizza grease on the controller. Also, can we just get rid of grapefruit as a flavor? White Claw, you had us till the grapefruit, okay? We will do business with you, but if you fucking try to have us push grapefruit, we're going to die. Black cherry or lime and nothing else. That's my opinion. Actually, raspberry's fine, too. Raspberry's fine, too. Um, mine is Big Buck Hunter HD. Oh, that's good. Boom, baby. I love House of the Dead, though. It's great. It is good. Um, also, Time Crisis is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the fucking other one? Uh, Crossy like- Road. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a Chrono Trigger or whatever? Or is that not an arcade game? I think it is. Um, uh, what was that question that you said you had to save for both of us? Um, that question is our chrono.gg game of the day. (laughs) Um, fuck, what is it? Okay, here it is. Uh, at yeah, but IDK, I think we might've done this one before, but said, have you ever had any negative experiences meeting other influencers or entertainers? Just like one and it wasn't super negative. Yeah. It was just like, I didn't usually, the thing is I, (laughs) I like our atmosphere so much. Um, I just noticed you were wearing the shirt from the last episode. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I like that for the person who sent it. Um, but we just like to make friends with people. There's no, we know a lot of YouTubers that we've never asked to collaborate with just cause like we don't, that's not the goal. It's like, we just want to be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. So the only bad ones are like, yeah, we didn't really click as friends and that's like the worst of it, you know? Yeah. And it's pretty easy. I mean, even going into stuff, it's already kind of easy to assume who we probably wouldn't get along with in terms of just lifestyle choice stuff. And most of those are like the kind of cokehead party people. It's just like, we just don't do that. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not to me. It's still, I still have that old high school feeling that like drinking, um, or like smoking weed would give me where it was like when people do coke, it's like, ah, it's dark. I want to stay away from that. It's really dark. I'm right there too. I don't want to sound judgmental, but I'm just like, I, I don't want to fucking do coke. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, I want to chill. Don't do coke, kids, or you'll be a joke. And you'll go broke. So just drink new coke. That's really good, dude. Right there. They're not, it's not for sale. But <laughs> oh, shit. Um, what was the thing I was going to say along with that, though? Uh, it was, I mean, one thing is, <laughs> this is small. I don't know if it was just in my head. 
I think I think I might have gotten a dirty look from Brent Rivera at VidCon. Really? Just he passed me. <laughs> also, um, but I would understand if it was. But also, we like we made eye contact. But also, he might not know who I am at all from the video. Uh huh. Video does have like. I think like six hundred thousand views though. So but also he would so maybe many videos on him. He'd know that you were associated with like didn't Drew do one on him or Danny? Drew and or? Danny have both done one. Yeah. So like he probably hates our group to like his core. Danny's done a lot of ones where it's like fun clowning um, on him. What did he? Do? I know nothing about him. What did he? He's do? just like he was just a bad viner, and then um, he went into Instagram and was just like be shirtless all the time. And I made that video where it was like, he was kind of exploiting his sister and mom. Like, oh yeah. A little that bit. was disgusting. Yeah. I think mine is the most damning of the criticisms. <laughs> Cause like Danny and Drew's are like very fun and good. And then mine's like, dude, it seems like this guy was like, fuck his sister. Yeah. It's like, so I would hate me if I was him too. Can I just say, though this may be anti nice and perhaps a little off brand, Brent Rivera was also in the VidCon basketball game. Oh, yeah. That's uh, – <laughs> what do you think? You What's your call? Um, my call is maybe uh, not a slam dunk for him. <laughs> he <laughs> just wasn't dunk. that good. That he, was, was, uh, he was not good, which is fine. fine. That's fine. But when your brand is trying to be really cool, it's it's funny and noticeable when you're His is more, bad. though, like young relatable instead of like a cool guy. Like he doesn't really pitch himself as the cool dude, but he does take his shirt off. So it's a weird mix. He's a sex machine. <laughs> Wait, is he of age? Uh, yeah. He okay. Is. He's a sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> you doubled down. <laughs> oh, At Shelly Stafford says, this is super important. Would Lightning McQueen buy car insurance or life insurance? Um, do cars <laughs> die in cars? And how would they, of old age, how would they die? They just get too rusty? Because Mater's were, rusty as fuck, and he can still, like, jump shit. They replace parts. And also, do they get, do they have to pay for it when they, do they have currency? Um, they have to pay the carbon tax. Topical. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, how the fuck would cars die? Did any cars die in cards? Or in cars? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think think so but i also didn't see the third one oh <laughs> all did of the them cop, die <laughs> did the sheriff dude die link uh you mean what was his name i almost said um don mclaren but that's who the fuck is don mclaren i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. isn't it like doc something is that it don mclaren donald mclaren was a oh he's a world war one it was like doc oh doc hudson is okay i still did is that the actor that played him oh no some old fuck <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Um, here's a good one right here for you. At Slothboy1000 says, how quickly would the world end if suddenly all of the water in the ocean was replaced by Fanta Orange? Um, not, I mean, it, that's more, you just replaced all the ocean water with drinkable, like that you could filter out and have, well, I guess you could do it with seawater as well. Yeah. But probably easier, right? Well, isn't most of the world's oxygen produced by like plankton and algal blooms from the ocean? Is it? I think so. Okay, so we'd be kind of fucked. But how do you, how do you defanta the ocean? <laughs> um, hmm. I don't de-fanta? know. What if you poured a bunch of Mountain Dew in it and they just counteracted each other? But no, it's... then it might explode. <laughs> but you know what I wonder too is there's so much like shaking and moving around in the ocean. And stuff. <laughs> it's like a tsunami. It's like it's a wave's gonna come and shake and move around. Right, right? Right? <laughs> the weather guy says that. <laughs> Pretty much, you're gonna expect some shaking moving around. Um. Would that instant, like the combination of all the fishy tails swimming and the volcanic bubbles coming up 
and the waves, would it cause an insurmountable amount of foam to just overpower up to the atmosphere, do you think? Not to the atmosphere. But no. how deep is the ocean? Yeah, but it doesn't, like, if it foamed, it, it wouldn't go straight up. It would go, like, a, onto land. No, but cover. it would eventually build up, yeah, though. Yeah, but it couldn't be that fast. Okay. It would cover all the land on Earth and then rise Dude. to the atmosphere within, like, a couple minutes. Don't do this to me, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> how... When you pour a glass of soda, I think it's probably fair to assume that at least initially, 40% of the volume of the glass is fuzz, right? Uh, fuzz? A fuzz. <laughs> you mean fizz? Yeah. Just, just a bunch of like, <laughs> like shitty like caterpillar fuzz on it? I, yes. <laughs> the average depth of the ocean is uh, 12.1 thousand feet. So that means that 40%... If you... Google the height of, uh, until the atmosphere and directly compare it. I'm going to be pissed off if what? you do okay. that. There's so much land mass that it would have to cover as well. Times 0. 0.4. <laughs> this is so So stupid. it would go 4,840 feet into the air. But you're talking about pouring it out of a can when it's freshly opened directly into a glass, not into the open that's air the, of the earth, that's dude. That's the same amount as the scrounging around of the bubbles and the fish and stuff. That's like you saying, like, if you took, like... <laughs> Like a curved table and poured Fanta on it, it wouldn't like bubble up like super high. Oh, fuck. It's 10 miles away. <laughs> We'd be fine. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. The shaking and moving won't fizz us out. If, if you thought that we were going to die, I'd tell you that you weren't right. It was just a fantasy. No, 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 no. Old joke. Overdone joke. Wow. Can you imagine I, that I just made that joke? That was an early... Do you remember that kind of like viral meme where it was just like an orange ocean and it would, they would just quote Bohemian Rhapsody? What would they say? I'm just a poor boy. Yeah, Nobody liked Fanta in the ocean. <laughs> that was exactly it. That, that was, was my exactly favorite one. Meme. Do you have a favorite Queen song? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I... Uh, it's been used in movies now. I felt original for liking Don't Stop Me Now a couple of years ago, but now it's been used in everything. Yeah. I also really like – I like a lot of Queen songs because, you know, they're like one of my favorite bands of all time. But uh, some underappreciated ones, I think Breakthrough is really good for running especially. Um, huh. There's I Want to Break Free is really good. Somebody to Love is really good. A lot of songs by Queen are really good. <laughs> Save Me, I really like. Save Me's great. Um, I also always liked uh, Seven Seas of Rye. It's a really good, like, hardcore rock song from them. Not, like, metal or anything, mm. but it was one of their first. I think it was the, from the movie they showed that it was, like, their first recorded single. Really? Yeah. Well, I never. Mm-hmm. I wonder, it's so weird when, like, a lead singer dies, you know? And, yeah. And, like, the band keeps trying to go on touring and stuff, too, where it's like, I don't blame them at all. Like, you can't knock them, but it's like, it doesn't work, dude. I was so glad they hired the the one dude for the for Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie. You know his name, right? Uh, Is it Mark something? It's Mark Martell, I want to say. Yeah. I'm so happy that, like, he even looks the part. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm just so happy that they used him for the movie. Did For the vocals and shit? I believe so. They used him for the yeah for the vocals. Yeah, part. Mark Martell. Because they should have toured with him, dude. Yeah, he's so, he, he even looks, looks like, like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. So. Even his like down to the teeth. Yeah, you know? like his naturally occurring teeth. Isn't it's, that weird that he looks so much like him and sounds so much like him too? The just the statistical anomaly of that is mm -hmm. fucking weird as shit. Are they still touring with Adam Lambert? I, I want to say no. That American Idol guy. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, good gig for him considering. <laughs> like, yeah, who's the most successful American Idol person? 
Um, Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood or somebody maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. Ruben stuttered really. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, Ruben I'm was smelling. number two, right? He was the second winner. Yeah, I'm smelling the second win, dude. <laughs> Ruben was like a huge celebrity at the time because yeah. American Idol was just getting even bigger. Was Kelly Clarkson the first winner, or no? Was it um? It was uh fucking what's his Clay name? Aiken. Clay Aiken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, people who are younger are not gonna fucking know what we're talking. Dude, about. Dude, Ruben stuttered's only forty. When, how old is he when he won? I would have thought he would be like fucking fifty-eight or yeah. some shit. God damn, dude, he's in the he's in his prime. Okay, Ruben started second wind right now. Yeah, Ruben was in Scooby Doo too, and the credits. Dude, come on, man, who's get Ruben on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> would you have Ruben on? I would. Of course, I'd have Ruben on. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> oh my god, he released an album as late as 2018. Did, uh, what? How many Spotify plays does it have? Okay, I'm scared. How many monthly listeners do you think Ruben Stuttered has? Well, what I'm using for the like thing recently is I think. Tiny Meat Gang just reached a million monthly listeners. Okay. So I would say Ruben, five million. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say hopefully 40,000. That Okay. I'm going to give the boy a little more credit. I'm going to guess 180,000. You think so? With Tiny Meat Gang in their prime right now? I <laughs> Well, in well, a world prime, where but. the only Billboard competitors are Ruben Stuttered and Tiny Meat King, <laughs> there's a hundred, there's a million and forty thousand people. <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. Uh, Ruben, what is it? One hundred and thirty-four k, baby. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, he is in his prime right now. He's doing fine then. That's yeah. He's just fucking fine. Do you think most of his listeners are from people going like, "What's going on with Ruben right now?" <laughs> yeah, what we just did—that accounts for eighty-five percent of his monthly Googles. Do you remember the Davids? The Davids? Oh, David, David Archuleta. And, yeah, David, David Cook, Cook and David Archuleta, and David Archuleta should have won, but then David Cook won because he was clearly the bigger star. Wait, David Cook did win? Yeah. I remember watching that live with my family, and I wanted David Cook to win because he was like, fucking rock star. Yeah. But Archuleta would have made a better star. But he was fucking rock star in the way that, like, that, like Nickelback is fucking rock star. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's see how – let's compare the Davids right now. David Cook's at 194K monthly listeners, and David – Ruben. Fuck you, David. David Archuleta. Holy shit. What? 1.5 million. Okay. Good for David. Did he, he do any like recent collaborations or something that's like a big deal or I don't know, but his most recent album is titled Winter in the Air and it's him posing in a red sweater, so I'm shocked that he has one point five million monthly. Did he listeners. do a Christmas album? Was that it then? Or I don't know. What are the songs on it? Um Winter in the Air. Yeah, it's, it's a Christmas be, yeah. it's a Christmas album. Twenty eighteen. Okay. Good for David Archuleta. Yeah, fuck yeah, David Archuleta. Still, though, we're not having you on. Ruben only. So. <laughs> this is a Ruben only cast. God Kelly damn. Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, no thank you. Wait, <laughs> did Carrie Underwood win on American Idol? Yeah, she did, right? I didn't know she was a contestant. Carrie Underwood. Well, oh, I just did Underwoo. It still got me. Oh, why am I still on Spotify? I'm not going to find that answer. On. <laughs> There's a song from her that goes, actually, I won American Idol. <laughs> and then I, I took my keys to the American Idol. Are you doing Old Town Road right now? No, I'm trying to do the... Oh, uh, you're doing, oh you know, I know what you're talking about. The king, the car one, right? The f I can't. Before, she, before he cheats. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Um, Carrie Underwood is an American singer. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm just going to go American Idol. Yeah, Control yeah. F. Great, I searched American Idol Control F, and there are 50 results. Okay, then cool. <laughs> uh, Forbes has declared her the most successful American Idol winner, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. So there's our answer. And on Spotify, she's got 
million monthly listeners. She's, yeah, she's still doing super well. She's that's honestly lower you. than I would expect, to be honest. Not that that's not an achievement at all. Yeah. Um, Dude, who's the bald guy that was like, he, he wasn't even close to winning, but he had a huge thing. Like, I don't know you're Matthew, fuck, someone's going to. Matthew Zendora. I know, that's who I have in my head. <laughs> God damn it. I. This is the most, like, if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> then you fucking hate this podcast. Oh, fuck. I'm mad that I can't remember now. American Idol. It was like, Chris, oh, it's Chris Daughtry. I don't know who that is at all. Bro, you don't, you don't dot with the Daughtry? <laughs> you don't fuck with Daughtry, bro? <laughs> bro. Um, I bet he's doing shit. Dude, he had some chart toppers. I don't know who you're talking about. Chris Daughtry. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, dude. This is kind of weird. He had like shit on the charts, um, but he's not on Spotify. Who the fuck? Is, if you're not on Spotify at this point, it's like, come on, dog. Yeah. Wait, is he just Daughtry? He's just Daughtry. Huh. Great. Cool, Chris. Um, he had like, I can't play any of them now, but I'm sure I could play like three or four after the podcast. You'd be like, I know that song. I okay. remember that on the radio. That's uh, crazy. Speaking of that, I will not say any dates or details or anything. But when you guys hear Jakey's music, boys, ooh, I'm just getting in early. Unless it's already out now, and then you already know. But god damn, I love it, dude. It's so good. It is really good. Jakey's so talented. Yeah, love that boy so much. Love the boy. Love the beard. He's just a good fella. Subscribe to Nakey Jakey if you haven't. I'd be shocked if you haven't if you're listening to us. Yeah, I my favorite thing, um, like with fan interactions, is when everybody like knows all of the boys. Mm-hmm. It's great. So if you watch like me and Gus and Danny and Drew and Jakey and then like a little bit more extension stuff of like Nerd City and uh, who am I forgetting right now? Even I mean uh, Sven, my own flesh and blood. Oh, Sven. Yeah, of course. Um, and then um, also even like Michael Reeves, William Osmond, the boys are extending because we're making friends with a lot of good, good people. But it's just like, I, I don't know. I love when people are like, oh, I love all your guys stuff. Like mm-hmm. and they pay attention to the whole thing. It's like, I love it. Yeah. Who are some other good YouTubers that do music that like fucking good music? I mean, the always the Joji's the one, but he's not a YouTuber anymore. No, he's a, he's transcended. Um, Neil, I don't know. Neil Cicerigo's fucking talented. Yeah, he's shit. great. Um, fuck, man. I don't know who's like, like really going at it right now. Mm-hmm. Didn't Charlie Puth start off on just doing yeah, YouTube Yeah, I believe shit? he did start off on YouTube. Yeah. God, um, I love Charlie Puth's shit so much. Is um, why am I forgetting the Fast and Furious song? It's been a long. With the title of the song. Day. I mean, see you again. Okay, yeah, see yeah. you again. It is. Wasn't that like one of the biggest songs like ever? Kind of like for chart topping stuff. Yeah. Or maybe it's just on YouTube. Maybe it's one of the most viewed YouTube songs ever. Single "See You Again" is is a song recorded by Wiz Khalifa. I forgot that was Wiz. Yeah. God damn. Um, let me see the chart performance. I remember that was on top forever because that helped because the movie was just in theaters forever. So yeah, it was just yeah. Like, well, this is the thing, you know. Um, it is "See You Again" became Khalifa's and Puth's biggest song, biggest single to date. It spent twelve non-consecutive weeks atop the Billboard 100. Really non-consecutive? Was it like the fucking movie coming out on DVD or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh, the Voodoo release yeah. <laughs> VHS DVD. Isn't um, Lil Nas X is on week 12 of consecutive? And I think it's 17. This, 17. I thought 14 was the record to break. Uh, fuck. I thought it was. Cause, well, he just re- he just released the 17 week version, and it's just the song reuploaded. Well, it might have been out for 17 weeks. Oh. But I think it's been a chart. On number one on the charts for I think this last weekend might have been the thirteenth week in a row, and if he hits fourteen weeks, he breaks the record. 
God damn. He will. He'll it's, definitely it's do it. It's still too big. And I'm not tired of it yet for Dude, some reason. We this had is going to age horribly, though. I'm, no, not at all. I'm fucking dying on this hill. We had a number of questions asking us, how do you feel about the Lil Nas X Old Town Road shit? Love him. Love, Love it. everything about it. Great. He's great. He's talented. He's so funny. And he's so self-aware. Like, it's the perfectly executed shit post. I want him on the podcast so fucking bad, mm-hmm. man. He's so good at memes that it's like, I just want to ask him questions. Like, he's doing everything right. Lil Nas X on the Gus Steady podcast. I don't, Make it happen. <laughs> no, there you go, boys. He did the meme thing with uh, Sive and uh, Nopify. He did like a meme, not meme review like PewDiePie, yeah. but they reviewed Old, Old Town Road memes over like Skype. Like, he really? Did, he did a YouTube video with them. God damn, that's really so, funny. You know, maybe the podcast. Lil Nas X, here's the thing. We're not even cloud chasing. We're in our shitty apartment right now, all right? <laughs> just fucking come talk memes with the boys. We won't even post the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can just come and talk to us. That'd be great. Anybody that wants to view it, they can come. Uh, we will meet them at the local 7-Eleven. We will hand them the episode on a video now disc. <laughs> you can watch it. I don't know. I love him. He's so fucking talented. Yeah, he's great. It's like everything about it and uh, with him is just like I'm just happy for him. He seems like a really great guy. Yeah. I'm Th- so happy about like, it. Like, no, he's so great that there's – you'd think being this big for this many weeks, people would start to, like, turn. Mm-hmm. But still, no. Everyone's like, I love that guy. Yeah. It, it, this is a fad that won't age poorly either, I feel like, too, truthfully. Like, obviously, people are going to get sick of the song and shit, too. But it, it's he's got the personality behind it. But you also, know? his EP is good, too, now. It like, is good. Panini's a huge single now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's... Fucking doing it, man. Yeah, and I mean, this isn't some like whip nene or like Gangnam style shit where it's just like, oh my god, remember that cringy ass bullshit, you know? Uh, yeah. Just like, hey, remember when like the number one single like of all time was just this funny fucking young guy that just like made emerging a good song? genres and like then put out an EP that was also emerging genres and was really good and he was good at memes. Uh-huh. Like, that doesn't age poorly. Again, we've talked before, like Billy Ray Cyrus too, like. What a fucking career for him. Yeah, dude. Honestly, great move since, like, the last big thing I remember from him is, like, a line in his song where he talked about his daughter twerking, and that was weird. Yeah. So it's, like, good move now to do this one. Did you are, – are you referencing Achy Breaky Part 2? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Well, he actually kind of tried to merge the genres before yeah. Lil Nas X did. Um, one thing, though, is uh, is it's weird. He's got, like, a bigger song than Miley again. Of all time. Like, Miley will never beat him probably yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, The thing That's is, though, she's funny. the bigger star for sure. Not then. anymore, baby. <laughs> <laughs> not, according to the charts, no, she's not. Dude, I wonder what number on Spotify he is. I think he's slipped a little bit um, numbers-wise. Since Old Town Road's been out, you're saying? Yeah. Um, just because, like, he just can't stay on top forever. Yeah. That's just starting, baby. Wait, you talking about Lil Nas X or Billy Ray? I'm checking right. Billy Ray. Well, you said you can't be on top forever. Was Billy Ray on top at all? Oh, no, no. He was, I don't remember what his peak was, but right now he's the 32nd biggest artist on Spotify. Wow. In the whole fucking world. That song has done so much for him. That's the thing is like, it seems like he was doing a favor, but this has been so much better for him. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't even know if you could compare who it's been better for. It was just good for everybody. Well, because, yeah, because no one could have anticipated what it could have done. Yeah. So it's like, I think he initiated the favor. Yeah. Probably. Oh, man. That whole thing is so fucking interesting. Dude, and I, weirdly, I liked the Mason Ramsey part of the new remix. Uh-huh. Like, it just seems fun. Mm-hmm. Everything about it seems fun. Did a battery die? Oh, What time shitty. are we at? Dude, we are. this is a long ball one. Let's fucking roll it out right now. What, what, what's the time? We're at like an hour 22 right All now. All right, the camera battery died. Which one was it? Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you. Everybody, That's the dude. podcast. Boom.